Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Welcome back to Dear Abby. I'm your host, Abby. I'm so happy to have you here. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is not your first time and second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, all the way up to how many episodes? 24. Wait, this is my 25th episode, I think. Or was that last? No, I think this is my 25th episode. Wow, 25. The big two five. I'm excited about that. That's crazy that I've done 25 episodes. It feels longer, but also shorter. Um, A little bit of a time warp there, but thank you guys for sticking around if you have. If you haven't, still thank you. I get it. I'm not offended. And okay. This episode is going to be a fun one because we've done so many serious episodes that I wanted to do one that's a little bit more laid back, not as structured and serious. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to go deep. You know what I mean? Uh, But not to the point where I just not as structured deep. I guess I don't even know what I'm saying. But basically this week we're just talking about me. Kind of just a long life update but about just where I'm at personally, things that have been happening to me and talk a lot about change and how I've been trying to deal with me changing, my environment changing, growing pains. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is growing pains. Not physical, well, maybe physical. Uh, I guess if you maybe you're younger or something, but if you're my age, it's never really growing pains. Physically, I'm talking about emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all over the map here. It is a weird time in my life. It has been for a while. I think just your 20s are just weird. It's been really, it's been a really confusing time and numbing time and exhilarating. And I think just confusing is the main word I would use. So I want to talk a bit about how maybe you perceive other people as they have it all figured out, you know, air quotes, or that maybe people think I have it all figured out or whatever. I do not. And I'm constantly questioning and I make decisions, but I question every decision I make pretty much. And I'm talking about all that stuff. Along with that, I'll do, of course, a Dear Abby question. We have some voicemails. I'm excited to hear. I haven't listened to them yet. And then, yeah, okay, cool. So I guess let's just get into it. A a, a small life update. My mom's currently in town, so she's been, we've been hanging out. We went to the beach today. I went to the beach yesterday for the 4th of July. Oh, that's happy 4th. Well, I guess I hope everyone had a good 4th of July. Because I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be after 4th of July. So I hope everyone had a great 4th was safe we saw the most amazing fireworks show we were on we were on the bay and we could see so many different um we saw like four different fireworks show because we pretty much just saw like the skyline and the horizon and we saw so many fireworks shows I got really really emotional at the end there so did Chelsea so did Keaton honestly he's not a crier really but He is just a patriotic boy and we love that. And I 
and very proud to be an American. There are people singing when we were watching the fireworks as well. There are people singing, you know, God bless America. All that good stuff. America the Beautiful. Um, the Star Spangled Banner. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it is. It was amazing. And I'm very proud to be an American. I'm grateful. We had a little barbecue. We ate some burgers and hot dogs. Classic. We had my little brothers here. So, and his friends. So we were all just hanging out. Me and Keaton went to the beach and it was frat party central over there. Which was very entertaining. I'm not going to lie, to say the least. Um, there was someone who had a massive boombox on the beach listening to house music, which was pretty fun and funny. I don't actually hate house music, to be honest, but just not con- not, not on the beach for a long time. I learned there's limits of how much house music I can listen to at once. I don't like clubbing. I went clubbing one time with some friends I did not like it. I was very overwhelmed, overstimulated. I did not like the lights. I did not like the smells. I did not like the sweat. I did not like the weird men and women. I didn't like the vibe of it. It was not for me. I tried to enjoy it, you guys. I really did. I said, you know what? I'm just going to put that aside and have fun. And I still couldn't because I just think that my, I just can't. My nervous system does not like that stuff. So it's not an enjoyable time for me. And I just don't like it. Made me feel very weird. We went to the beach today, so I'm a little bit burnt. If you're looking on the video, I look like a little lobster. Thankfully, my sunburns go away pretty fast. So that's a little bit of what I did. Part this, So I'm getting into the, the kind of meat of the episode with this update type thing. I went surfing for the first time. Keaton and um, his brother, they took me under their wing. They probably didn't have the best time surfing, but they helped me kind of learn how. I've always wanted to try surfing. I just thought it looked so peaceful, but also horrifying at the same time. And I, I genuinely have just always wanted to try it just to see what it would be like. And I also was like, I'm going to be so good at this because I just thought that it was easier than it is. And it is way harder than I thought. But that's just ignorance. A couple weeks back, I had bought a wetsuit to wear to the beach, just like kind of to swim when it got cold. And because I knew I wanted to try surfing eventually, so I got one to use while surfing. So that was like a kind of a big purchase for me. It was kind of pricier than what I usually spend on stuff. So I feel like I had to use it. So we made a plan to go and we kept with the plan. Monday morning came, I woke up and we went surfing. It was seriously the the most relaxed I think I've felt in years. And that's not even an exaggeration. For the longest time, like I felt relaxed. I felt relaxed like for like a minute, maybe throughout the day, like just one minute where I'm not worrying about anything. But I am not even exaggerating. I genuinely feel like every second of every day I am worried. I am I have anxiety. There's an impending doom feeling. That has just been my life for so long. Ever since I was a little kid, to be honest, it goes when I was younger, it kind of went on and off. But now it's definitely been just like a light switch on. And so I've just been trying to find the light switch and turn it back off. But I've kind of just maybe accepted that that might stay a while and I'll do the best that I can to get rid of 
that overarching anxiety. I was so scared, you guys, to go surfing. I genuinely was like, a shark's going to bite me. I'm going to be unlucky and a wave's going to topple me. And then the surfboard is going to hit me in a place where I'm never going to be able to walk again or like just all these weird, crazy things my, my, I was like so worried about. So when I was, when I was on my way, I was like trying to, I was trying to act so cool because I was with Keaton and his brother. I didn't want to be like annoying and tell them how nervous I was because then that would make me more nervous. I felt, and they both kept telling me like, you don't like, don't even think about what other people are thinking. Like no one cares, but they kept saying it. And I was like, I genuinely wasn't even, that was not even in my mind. I I wasn't even concerned because I'm like, who's going to yell at me? A 15 year old kid is going to get mad at me for like not being good. What, what What is that going to do to me? I don't freaking care. The only time I'd get upset if it was like another girl that was mean to me, then that would have broken my little heart. So, but there was no girls out there that morning. There was a lot of older men, to be honest, which was comforting. Yeah, I was not concerned until they kept telling me not to be so concerned. And then I got concerned about it and I started overthinking it. We got out there. I was acting cool. We practiced on the sand a little bit about what to do, which to be honest was not very helpful because it's just totally different when you get in the water. So we got in the water. I pretty much just sat up and laid down and practiced transitioning a million times. I did not get up obviously because that's like would be very impressive. It th- There was definitely a learning curve with even balancing on the board was a lot harder than I thought. But all in all, it was warm. I had fun. It was relaxing. I think just being out in the ocean is like a a cold plunge so that just feels good it was in the morning it's before my day it was long enough to where I kind of had to get to the point of okay I'm going to be out here for a while so I might as well just kind of let myself enjoy it and not stress out I have a lot of existential fear so that kind of stuff is usually like relaxing for people for me for the past couple years it has not been it's just been stress and anxiety inducing so it was a massive exposure I think for me and I'm like very I'm very very proud of myself for doing it I had some anxious thoughts and feelings come up but they didn't last very long and I didn't want I was like you're I don't want you to ruin this for me but I also feel like what was helpful for me is I genuinely was like I don't want to fear these thoughts or feelings coming up if you guys want to come up and if you want to be here then fine you can be with me and we'll just enjoy this together okay it was helpful that I've learned tools that helped me not suppress or push away or, you know, fear, fear or fear that feeling. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'll feel intense dread while I'm doing this the whole time. But honestly, I really didn't feel it that much. But to be transparent and to make other people not feel alone if maybe they've tried something and it didn't work and they felt anxious all the time. I have gone on boat rides. I have gone to the beach where I just chill on the lot wa- in the water, where I just chill on the sand so many times before this while I've had really intense OCD and it was never a good experience. But I did it because I knew it would be helpful for me eventually. Going out in the water and enjoying it and feeling peaceful was like a reward for me for doing so many horrible exposures when I didn't want to do it and I felt horrible the whole time. So that was massive for me. I've done so many first things. I hosted a girls night for Chelsea and her friends and I was kind of anxious about it because I just get nervous about that stuff. It's I don't get nervous around a lot of people like really nervous. But 
when I when I'm trying to make girlfriends, like and they're new friends, I get really, really nervous and kind of in my head. So I'm working on that. But it was a fun night. I think it was a success. And I had so many people message me like girls message me on Instagram saying the sweetest things to me because I posted some of these things on my just on my feet or yeah, my feet or my stories saying it was a common theme that they're like, oh my gosh, it's like you're, you're, you've been given a second chance at life, like a second chance of living your life. And I loved that perspective because that really is how it's felt ever since my divorce, because I just realized that my ex partner was very just kept me very complacent and stagnant. Not that that's my partner's responsibility. I recognize it's important for me to have a partner that does push me because I like to stay in my comfort zone. So when people see me pushing myself, when people see me pushing myself out of my comfort zone, thinking like that's just how I've always been. It, I mean, I guess it is in a way that everything's uncomfortable to me because I've just had chronic anxiety and OCD. But so I guess, yeah, I've always pushed myself out of my comfort zone. But sometimes I just get in these things where if I find it and I'm comfortable, even if I'm not actually growing or changing and I'm just like comfortable and I go back to the same things that I know that are safe feeling, even if they're not the most healthy or helpful to my joy, I would stay there and I feel as though... Everything that's happened has given me a second chance to keep pushing to be with a a partner that likes to push me out of my comfort zone, even though I don't really love it all the time. But I see the benefits and I see the rewards after it's just a it's just a really weird time for me because I'm growing a lot. And I've just been thinking about growing pains a lot. I just had a conversation this week about with Keaton about how it's been really hard for me. Um, Just with my friends, I feel like the ones that I've had for a really long time, I feel like I've changed so much through this experience and just everything in the past couple of years. And I just am not the same person at all. And I loved the old me, you know, and I will hold space for her. And I'm grateful, you know, she got me to where I am today. But there's just so many parts that I I just want to say goodbye to that I can't bring with me moving forward. And anyways, and and the the, where my friends fit into that is I'm trying to figure that out because it's just not the same as it was. I'm just trying to navigate that part of my life. Right now, it's just hard for me to figure out what I want and what I need and what's good for me and what's not the best for me. That's That's a lot to do with the people around me and also with mindsets that I have and I feel like there's just parts of me that I always am at war with or I'm always having to cater to those parts or not do things because of those parts or that hold me back from connection that hold me back from life honestly and just really letting go so I feel like I've talked probably about a lot of these things but some of them have to do with just limiting beliefs one limiting belief that I have, and I'm going to be very vulnerable, is that I just will never fit in. I just don't fit in anywhere. I think that's just maybe from being a kid and growing up with crazy amounts of like just a weird amount of anxiety, OCD, and feeling as though I would dissociate a lot. It's, it's really weird to now think back to when I was a kid and kind of just recognizing that that story and that feeling always held me back from really feeling like I could have a close friendship with people because there's always felt like there was something I was hiding and that other people didn't necessarily understand 
or would judge if I told them. So I think I've just been judged a lot because of my mental health. And that's uh, very hard, obviously. I think there's a lot of stigmas around people with anxiety or who are highly sensitive by people who don't understand and aren't that way. And they, they can't fathom it. They don't want to like acknowledge that that's a real thing or something. I don't even know. Or that there's problems sometimes and that people have to go through really hard things in their head like they can't fathom that so it creates stigmas around people who are sensitive who have anxiety and all that does is further those people especially with OCD it just further pushes those negative limiting beliefs onto those people who are suffering with that and those stigmas become that voice in my head and I start to believe it sometimes and I do believe some of it and it's kind of scary and so I let those limiting beliefs of like I'm never going to feel connection with people truly because I just always feel like there's a part of me that's never going to let myself connect to someone or that's I'm just out of place there's a piece of me that people just don't get and that's fine and I and I recognize that I don't have not everyone has to see every single piece of you in order for you to feel a connection to them and vice versa but that's what I'm saying where that's that that belief in me is not even letting me try to connect to people as much as like my heart and my soul longs for because I'm so scared of the same judgment or the same um, like rejection or people not taking you seriously that's one thing I'm trying to obviously change because it's not great to think that it feels so intense and so like rooted in me that it's so hard to let it go and same with like my anxiety OCD self it's like that's been like a weird friend of mine but also enemy it's just a lot of I feel like I need to do ISF therapy like internal family oh yeah internal family systems I think because they talk they talk a lot about I don't know that much about it I've done some research but it's basically like parts of yourself and you learn how to basically process stuff and how each of them process like you have a protector you have a survivor this could be totally not accurate this part but you have like different parts of yourself you can recognize when they come into play and you're like the observer I feel like that's kind of just where I'm at right now is I have so many different things in my head so many different things that I want to do who I want to be and what I want to believe in, what I do believe in. It's in all aspects of my life right now that it just feels confusing because I'm trying to let certain parts of me go and I can't bring some of my past selves with me. Like that's just where they have to end and that's just where I have to leave them behind. I'm trying to fall in love with myself, honestly. But it makes it really hard when I still have a lot of thoughts that I don't love. I don't even feel like myself, you know, air quotes, whatever that means. I don't feel aligned a lot of the times. I feel confused. I hear a lot that that maybe is a good thing, you know, in this time in your life because then you're really allowing yourself to feel vulnerable to God and to, or, you know, if you just whatever it is that you want to surrender to and believe in but at the same time I don't want to just be like okay I'm not going to do anything and I'm just going to surrender and like okay everything's going to be fine I I want to put in the work I do think that there's so much value in being lost and then doing the work and then finding yourself building yourself more so is what I'm going for I think right now just building someone that you can fall in love with and that you are in love with so obviously not in like a narcissistic way but 
in a way that I want to take care of myself, that I want to take care of my body. I still, I'm obviously like an emotional person. I would say I'm a pretty emotional person. So I will feel one way one day and then the next day I'll feel not the same. And that's been messing with me because it makes me scared to make decisions that like, what if I make the wrong decision the next day I regret it. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like what if I, it's just a lot of what ifs. I think it's really dumb, honestly, when people say you should just never worry. You should just never like you shouldn't ever have anxiety. It's like I get what they're trying to say. But at the same time, sometimes anxiety, this might be a a hot take, but I feel like I can say it. Sometimes that anxiety is good, honestly, and a little bit of worry not worry, I guess, but more so pondering and reflecting obviously is so good. But a little bit of anxiety for me can be helpful because it kind of pushes me into a certain direction and it kind of lights a fire under my butt. But if it's obviously chronic and too much, it's never helpful. But if it's kind of more nervous, excited, anxious, that's a great thing, I think, that you can utilize. Another thing with growing pains is like what I was saying previously about not being able to bring certain things with you and kind of letting things go. I don't know why it's so hard for me, but it is to let things go right now. Um, Even if they're not even helpful to me, like I just feel like I've had to protect myself so much and I've had to build up all of these things. And it's so scary and so confusing and hard to take it down because I don't want to do it, honestly. Like I just want to stay comfortable and protected, air quotes, again, not, not necessarily protected because how much can you really protect yourself? Like I was saying before with when you can't bring certain parts of yourself with you or they're just, you just don't you don't want to give them energy anymore. You don't want to feed them, but you've been feeding them for so long. And so you're going to have to starve them. And that feels really like weirdly sad, even though you know, it's what's best for you. So it's this really weird, confusing, like back and forth thing that I feel like I'm just constantly weirdly aware of every part of myself. And it's kind of exhausting, like with friends and career wise and job wise and what I want to do. What do what do I want my days to look like? What brings me joy? Then I also have my faith and I also have so many different aspects of things that I believe in and what kind of person I want to be. And I just get really overwhelmed with decisions and which way to go, what to do. And I've made a lot of decisions. Like I feel like I'm kind of a go, I just do it. And I I just see if maybe I like it or maybe I don't like it. I'm just confused and I'm scared to make decisions a lot. I'm not sure what exactly my therapist would say in this situation, but I should probably set up an appointment with him. But at the same time, even though I have growing pains and I'm trying to like move on from things and things are surfacing from my childhood and just like things that I don't like about myself. Just really, I don't like. I don't want to be that. I don't like that I'm that way. I want to move on from it. I want to let it go, but it just has such like a chokehold on me, some things. And so I think it's just loosening that grip over time and being consistent. Just parting ways with things is what's really hard for me. But I know it's what will set me free and what will make me feel more connected with myself. So I know it's the right way to go, but I guess I just want other people to know that it's not as easy as like one TikTok makes it looks to heal. Like it's like, just do the A, B and C and you'll heal. It's like, I don't know. It's not just all uphill and it's not all like this is healing. So it feels good. Healing for me has rarely felt very good. Like the the reward is heal healing, 
But while you're doing it, it's constant. It's it's your whole life will be like kind of like that because new things will happen. It'll go. Blah, 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 blah. But I think when something big and pivotal happens in your life, that that trek of healing is exhausting. And it's like so it brings up so many things and it's going to be a long time. And so I a have accepted that it's going to be a while. So I'm not putting so much pressure on myself to hurry up and heal so I can like enjoy life. I'm trying to enjoy the healing process. I'm trying to enjoy this weird time in my life. And I'm oddly excited for it to continue it because I've had the most joy I've had my whole life, even though I have felt the worst I probably ever have and hopefully ever will. But who knows? It's taught me how to trust more. It's taught me so much sympathy for others and to never judge ever ever judge because you just have no idea what is going on in someone's head and what battles they're fighting so it's really easy to judge and psychoanalyze and all that stuff but if it's not your job don't do it you know what I mean if you're not getting paid to do it don't do it. Something that I realize is really hard for me not to do, even if it's just like funny, fun. It's just really hard for me not to. And I think it's just because it makes us feel safe. It makes us feel like we know everything. We don't, obviously. So I think it's teaching me a lot on how to love other people because now I know what it's like to need a lot of love and to need a lot of support and comfort. So I feel like I maybe am going to be better at it after I kind of get in out of this like weird funk that I'm in. But but my life really is so good and I recognize that and I think sometimes that's why it's frustrating and why it can be devastating when you have some kind of mental illness or something because you you can recognize how awesome your life is and how many people love you but you don't feel it it doesn't really hit the way that you want it to I guess but that's okay and that's something that you can work on and I practice and it's just like a choice I have to keep making over and over and over again and a lot of relationships for me right now are being very test not tested but I'm just having to go deeper with people and be more vulnerable and that's also hard for me I'm learning but again like I said I'm so excited for growing pains I'm so excited to just find myself more and create more of myself and to fall in love with myself again and this time I feel like it'll just be stronger and it'll last forever and it's it's something that I just want to be my best friend and I don't want that to break it's weirdly hard for me to like feel like I can like I'm allowed to love myself because I'm like oh that's selfish and you know we should only love God and we should hate ourselves like I don't know why I think that I think that's just like a OCD thing that I've let creep into my mind I'm changing that narrative because I'm just trying to learn to love myself and value myself and it's really hard so but I'm excited because I'm like oh my gosh okay so there it can get better and I felt I felt like little glimpses of it and little tad bits of what that would feel like and I'm so excited and it's so freeing so I know I can get there but boy has it been it has been a battle it has been a battle it has been an uphill battle for sure. Yeah, that's kind of honestly all I wanted to talk about. So I don't really have a ton of advice type of things in this episode. I kind of just wanted to vent and open up about how I've been doing and just what I've been thinking, reflecting on, feeling. I think just one more thing to add is I'm learning how important it is to hold people, just to hold space for people to be human 
give them space to find themselves, to figure it out for themselves. I think sometimes we want to fix, 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 but we should allow space for other people to figure that out because I needed that and I still need that. And that's so freeing and it's so comforting to me because I feel like, okay, I can figure it out because now I have the space to, and I want to be able to hold that space for myself as well. So holding space for yourself as you are also a human and you deserve the same type of patience and love that you want to give other people so i don't know we'll see i'm i'm i genuinely am like excited for this next year and what it will bring it's gonna be wild so i don't know i'm saying it like it's new year's it's not new year's it's like the middle of the year but i'm just saying i just it's just been it's been crazy so i really just want if someone's out there and they feel like they're in the same boat where they feel as though they're lost like they can't they don't feel like themselves they feel uneasy they feel confused they feel like they have decision paralysis you know they don't want to make any decisions they second guess themselves I'm with you and we're on this we're on this journey together honestly at this point but I also truly in my heart of hearts as they say believe that we can get back to not even get back I don't want to get back to anywhere I want to move forward I'm trying to move forward to a place that feels like a more full joy, a more all-encompassing joy and love for myself, for others, for life, for everything. Just give yourself time, give yourself grace, and just keep keep trucking along, keep believing. Try, try to stay present sometimes, but it's okay if you can't. I think it's crazy when people think they have to be present 24-7. Just do your best. There's always moving forward. So we can't go back and change anything, but there's always moving forward. So I just want to be clear, okay, that you're not alone and everything will be okay. You'll, you'll, you'll eventually love yourself more than you thought was possible. You'll change in ways you didn't ever think you were allowed or could have changed, that you've always wanted to change. You can accept things you never thought you were going to be able to accept. You can move on from things you never thought you were going to be able to move on from. You can let go of things you were... You thought you were never going to be able to let go of. It's possible. I saw this one quote that's like, as much as trauma changes your brain, so does healing. Doing processing emotions, doing all of those things really do work. Keep believing in joy. Keep believing in happiness. Don't let the cynic take you over. It's okay to be gentle and bold. You can be both. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for letting me vent and talk about I don't even really know what exactly. So you guys are the best. We're going to do a Dear Abby and then we're going to talk some fun stuff. I don't know what this is going to say. Dear Abby, I recently found out two girls I considered to be my friends did not like me and were talking bad about me behind my back. This has led to months of anxiety and me feeling insecure and anxious about all of my friendships, worrying about them being upset with me or not knowing um, and hating me behind my back, what would you do in this situation? Because it is honestly the worst. Can't wait to hear your advice. Was that a kiss at the end? That's so cute. Because I do that at the end of my episodes. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just the sound. I'm probably flattering myself. First off, that sounds horrible. And I'm very sorry that that's what you're experiencing because that heartache is like none other, honestly. Genuinely, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Well, okay, there's two things. If they were mad at you or upset at you and they didn't confront you or tell you or kind of sit down with you and they just let it 
pile up and pile up, pile up. And then they just start talking bad about you behind your back. Depending on how close you are to these girls and how important they were to you. And if you've had serious conversations before, if you have and they're acting this way, that is a little bit weird because I feel as though if you're that type of a friend, they'll just talk to you about it. I think initially my reaction for me personally would just be like, okay, I'm not talking to you guys anymore. But I think that's just a, like a quick, easy cutoff defense thing, which some people do. And that works out fine for them, I guess. If this relationship, if these relationships are like have been a long time and you guys open up to each other, talk about everything, you feel safe with them and then they do this, that would be very shocking and even more heartbreaking. But if this is a, like a friendship that you guys don't really ever go deep with each other, like it's just more fun every once in a while you'll kind of maybe talk about something more serious then I'd say maybe this is a chance to just be like hey I heard what you were saying and I am clearly like I'm very hurt by it and I'm a little bit confused as to why you wouldn't bring this up to me you know whatever it is actually leave them a voice memo maybe if you want to have a conversation with them and I think really consider what type of friendship you want with them and what type of friendship you've had with them and figure out if this is something that you've been trying to change with them to have them maybe be kinder to you. I feel like in a friendship, you shouldn't have to ask them to be nice to you. I don't know how old you are either. So maybe you're younger because I feel like it's just it takes a while for girls to feel comfortable enough with themselves to be able to make really good friends and be vulnerable and just be okay with being themselves. They might be jealous of you. I don't know what your circumstances, but maybe they're jealous of something or maybe they genuinely just don't see like you in their group or something, which is devastating. I'm not saying that's okay. That's devastating. And obviously they're lost, but at the same time, it's also not your gain if you're going to be friends with someone like people that don't really care to be honest with you because what kind of a friendship is that anyways so I'd say leave them a voice memo see if they want to figure things out just say hey I heard you know you were saying a b or c that I guess I just feel a little bit confused as to where like our friendship stands because you're really important to me or you're blah 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 to me I would really value a relationship between us that's transparent and you know if you feel like maybe you just don't think we should be friends I, I kind of just want to hear that so that way I don't have to kind of figure out if I'm wanted or not either way let me know and I think this is an opportunity to take your power back honestly feel the hurt you know doesn't feel good but then you know dust yourself off pick yourself up you'll find friends that'll be transparent with you maybe they'll respond positively to that and they'll apologize and you can make up and maybe this will help create a deeper bond with them or possibly they are like yeah we don't want to be friends and you're like okay cool definitely don't send them like a long thing back anytime you get rejected it's never ever ever send anything long back to them I've learned they're they don't care they don't care. They're just going to talk about it more. They're going to use your words against you. They, they're not going to, they don't care. So it's like, don't even waste your energy. And that's not being mean. That's not not protecting yourself. In my opinion, I think that's just taking your power back and being like, okay, well, you don't want my energy. I'm not going to give it to you. And we'll move on and you'll be happy. That's what I would do. Hopefully that answers your question kind of. Don't take it personally. Uh, but again, you never know. Maybe they uh, will say, hey, we don't like, maybe you're doing something that's hurtful towards them or that is damaging and they want to tell you, but they're scared. So maybe if you send that voice memo, they'll reply and you can have a deep conversation. Yeah, take your freaking power back, queen. And... You'll find friends that'll value communication and it might take a while, but it's well worth it. So I hear. So I hear. I, I don't I'm not 100% sure yet, but okay. 
thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Dear Abby. Couldn't do this without you. Feel free to leave a five-star review. Send me any ideas you have for episodes, any requests. Send me a voicemail so I can answer your question. Or you can also text the number as well. I'm totally fine with you texting. You can like, subscribe on my YouTube and uh, comment. I love seeing your YouTube comments. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Bye. Oh,